Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Eat podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. This week, we have a special guest on the podcast. Kayla McArthur is here. Kayla and I dive deep into her career journey from the traditional path, including a pivotal moment on a road trip where she realized that she could be the creator of her own reality instead of outsourcing her power. She shares how you too can become the creator in your lives. Okay, we have a special guest on the podcast today. Kayla McArthur is here. Kayla is a trauma-informed transformational coach and published author. For the past eight years, she supported her clients to step off the traditional path and forge their own. Prior to becoming a coach, Kayla received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Regis College, where she graduated first in her class. She then worked for four years as a residential counselor, coaching young adults with mental illness. Kayla is currently living and working abroad in a small Mexican beach town with her partner, Ryan, where they just published their first travel memoir together called Gravel Roads. Welcome, Kayla. Thank you for having me, Lori. I can't wait to dive into our conversation today. Thank you so much. It's great to have you here. And I would love to dive in to hear about your your first career in counseling and how, how did you transition from that into what you're doing now? Yeah, yeah. So that's a great question. Well, I went for psychology, went to college for psychology, more at my parents' desire than my own. Uh, glad I went in retrospect, but that was definitely not something that was calling to my soul. That was kind of what a lot of my life was like in the in the beginning, was just like this traditional path, like kind of follow in my parents' footsteps. So they had the career that they chose when they were young and they continued on that path for their entire lives. Mm-hmm there was almost this expectation that I felt for me to do the same. So I went, I got the degree. I was working as a residential counselor with the plan to go back to school eventually and become a therapist, get my master's degree, open my own practice. Um, Entrepreneurship was never really on the table. It wasn't something that was a possible path. What ended up happening after those four years of working in a group home, feeling completely burnt out, really just exhausted, I came to a point where it's like, okay, this stepping stone job, it's now time to leave and it's time to go back to school. But I didn't want to go back to school. I had had kind of, I didn't even want to go to school in the first place. So to think about going back, I was like, oh, that really doesn't feel good. At the time, I was also going through a really intense breakup with someone that I thought I was going to marry and thought that I would create a life with. I came to this kind of like rock bottom moment, essentially, as I called it, where I'm watching all of my peers kind of get into their careers, find Mm -hmm. their husbands or wives, buy the house, start the family. And I'm sitting here like, what am I doing with my life? Like everything feels like it's kind of blowing up in my face. What do you do in those moments? Well, my best friend and I, we had always talked about going on a road trip across America. It was something that we both were just dying to do, but life, right? Starting out your career and having to work full time, it just makes it somewhat impossible. 
So her and I, we kind of spontaneously decided in summer of 2013, you know what? Our relationships are falling apart. We're <laughs> unhappy in our jobs. Let's go do that thing. We, we did. I took a leave of absence from my job for two months. And back then that was like, whoa, that was yeah. crazy to even think about that we could do that. But I did it. We went on this road trip. We packed up her RAV4. Our plan was to camp across America at all the national parks, to go all the way out to California from Massachusetts to go down Route 1 and then come back over. And yeah, just doing that, right? I still remember a day on that trip where we were coming around a bend in Oregon and the sun was kind of hitting the water and the radio was on and I have my arm out the window and I'm just like this. This is life. Like, how can I live like this every single day? There was just this like, that right. oh, there's so much gratitude and just so much like, and I want to live like this every day. How can I do that? Mm -hmm. That question kind of simmered in my mind throughout the road trip. But uh, the biggest learning lesson that came out of that trip was just how much power I actually do have to create my reality. I think mm -hmm. before, right, I felt almost like at the effect of this traditional path. This is what's expected of me. I really have no choice in the matter. I have to walk this path and make my parents proud, right? Mm -hmm. But on this trip, I woke up to the fact that I could create something different. I could do something kind of crazy looking to the people in my life. <laughs> yeah, when I came back, I started to explore just different outlets. What could I do for a career that would fulfill me? I specifically looked around travel. I considered going and teaching English, getting my TEPL certification. I considered working for a tour company. Mm -hmm. um, I considered working a ranch for a summer in Wyoming. You know, there were all these different yeah. things that could get that aliveness, that adventure to pull that from within me. However, I also realized that all of these options wouldn't lead me back to anything. I would come back home from teaching English abroad. I would come back home from being a tour guide. And then what? What would I have? I wasn't building anything that was my own. It was then that I decided to actually open my business, to go in a different route from traveling and to start my own coaching business because people told me many, many times in my life, you'd make a great life coach. And I didn't really know what that meant, but I right. was intrigued. So that's it. I... I I ended up going and getting my certification, the money I had been saving up to go teach English abroad or do one of these other things. I put into my health and wellness certification and started started that way. What what a story. I'm so proud of you for taking that trip and and going through that experience to really get to that root of that feeling. This is this is what life is about, that aliveness you talked about. And how, how different that was from what you were experiencing in that original career that you had, right? Now, obviously, you weren't going to be traveling forever. It wasn't sustainable. And now you're thinking of at this point, what am I going to actually do for my career? I'm curious about what you were learning about your own power to create your life experience. Absolutely. I mean, I think for me, that has been kind of one of the biggest breakthroughs of my life is realizing that I am at cause for my reality. I have a choice, right? I can go out 
out and create what it is that I want. I am the source of my own power. Mm -hmm. What I see with my clients a lot of times is they're going out, and, and this happens to me too, still even to this day, right? I flip into being at the effect of my life, of other people, of situations outside of me, right? Like I talked about, I was at the effect of my parents thinking, oh, I have to follow in their footsteps. I have to live the life they want for me and not my own. And when we do that, we're outsourcing our power. We're outsourcing our ability to create what it is that we want because we want to make them proud, right? It's almost like we're waiting to live our lives in the way that we want to live them. We're waiting to make changes. And when we can take that power back, when we can bring it back to ourselves and realize, actually, I do have power to create something different. I do have power to create what I want. Um, it is my dream to open a business and to carve a different route that wasn't shown for me. And I can do that. It might be really freaking scary, right? Yeah, right. It was. It was really scary. But luckily, you know, there's, there's plenty of people who have done it before and we can seek out support. And that can be a really beautiful partner with our own source of power, right? There are people who have done this. We can do this yes. too. Yes. But how do I take that power back? Because I think it's sometimes people will see it and say either I don't have the power to take it back or I don't know how. And, and what kind of, in your experience, have people been able to, to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's talk about it with an example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be great. One example that I see that kind of pops up often is almost like waiting to take action for the right conditions. So mm -hmm. the next right step will bubble up. And, you know, I know your podcast is about taking the leap. So mm -hmm. it could be someone who They've been dreaming about taking a leap. Like they feel it. It's bubbling up. They know that they want to take a leap in some area of their life, yet they're holding back because, mm -hmm. wait, I need to save more money or wait, I don't have the skills yet. I need to go back for more training or wait, what are people going to think? What are the people in my family going to think? When they are waiting to take that leap, right? It's, we're outsourcing our power to more training, to more money in our bank account, to these people in our lives, instead of actually really feeling it in here and knowing and believing that my soul is speaking. There's something that wants yes. to emerge. This leap wants to be made. It is guidance from somewhere beyond, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And when we shove it down and we push it down because of all these other external circumstances, then we lose connection to our power. To be at cause, right, could be just taking the leap. Although sometimes that's too much for a nervous system, right, to go take that leap. So what can you do? What is one small thing that you can do to bring more of what you want into your reality, right? So if you want to leave your job, for example, okay, well, what's one small step you can do today? Like I did after my road trip, I started researching and looking at other job yes. potentials. What are some other jobs that could actually create the same kind of feeling of aliveness that I want to experience on the day to day? And just doing that one step got things into motion, right? It yeah. gave my power back. 
actually, I don't have to go back to school if I don't want to. This isn't the only option. There are other options out there. When I allowed myself to dream and to get get real about what other options could be out there, it, it ignited my power again. It ignited mm-hmm. my 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 options, my choice. Okay, and do something different. Yeah, that's that's a really great example. So when you when you think about that desire to want to do something different, that voice that's inside of you, this is a common theme on this podcast because a lot of guests and even myself, that's where it all starts from is when you decide, when you have this thing you want to do and it comes from your heart inside of yourself and you start to listen to it, it's so powerful. Just that act of listening to it and not pushing it aside, ignoring it, I think is a step. And then yes. as you mentioned, taking little steps, it everything is little steps, right? When you're a baby, you learn to to roll over and then you learn to crawl and then you learn to toddle and then you learn to walk and then you learn to run. And I think where we get caught up is when we see somebody like you or me who made this big giant shift, we just see the end result. And we don't necessarily see the journey we've been on where you did research, you took time to decide. It wasn't overnight, right? That you created this reality for yourself. So we go from kind of listening to ourselves to taking little steps. What happens after that? Is it you start getting some momentum? Yeah. So that's that has been my experience, right? Is like, when we realized, hey, there's a little voice inside, and I'll share something personally right now. For the past year, I've wanted to create a networking group here in Sayulito where I live. It's something that I see missing in the community. And I've been sitting on this idea for a whole year and it keeps bubbling up. It wants me to like bring it to life. Yeah. I realized, oh, here I am, right? I am being at the effect of I'm waiting for the right circumstances. I'm waiting to feel courageous and brave enough to actually do this thing because it's kind of a big step. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I've start, since I've recognized that, I've started to take little steps. Today, I just had a beautiful meeting with one of my friends talking about what, what am I going to call this thing? What's going to be the structure of the first outline? I'm going to go talk to one of the local restaurant owners here and talk about hosting it there. So I'm starting to take the actions. And as I take these actions, that bravery and courage that was missing is like building, right? It yeah. just took a little bit of courage to have a conversation with a friend or to own that I wanted to do this or to go talk to the restaurant owner. It took a little bit of courage. And now as I do it, the courage is snowballing, right? That's what happens when we go and take those little steps. Like you said, it builds momentum and we start taking like more little steps and then we start taking more little steps and then eventually they all add up to a pretty big step and we've created what it is that we want to experience. Yeah, that's a great example, kind of walking through the whole process. What came to mind to me is if we go back to talking about just having the power to create our life and just at the base assumption that we do. And I want to maybe talk a bit about 
to the people that feel like they don't. And just that, even that initial shift of, you know, Kayla believes she has the power to change her life, but it's not in my control to do that. You know, when I was in my master's program, we talked about the locus of control. And there's this spectrum of across the locus of control where on one side, a person feels like they have the power in their life to make, you know, to make whatever they want. They're in control. And on the other side is a person who feels like, I don't really have a lot of room in here to control my life. Like my life is kind of set and maybe there's a few things I can do, but I couldn't make a big, huge, giant shift. I There is this concept where people are all along the the spectrum here. And I've always been one that felt like I did have a lot of control. And I, I just feel like that was just the way I was born. I feeling that way, even though, you know, maybe I didn't come from the, you know, the fanciest houses and stuff, you know, like as a beginning, but I always felt like I had some control. So what, what advice do you have to a person who's on the other side? It's like, you know what? I don't know really that I do have the power to, to make these types of changes for myself. So first of all, I really want to speak to the systems of oppression and traumatic experiences that happen in our lives. And we don't want to step over or ignore this. And Mm -hmm. this conversation that we're having, right, is not meant to deny or shame or invalidate that there are very real forces out in the world that make people feel like they don't have any power. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's Mm -hmm. nuance in this conversation. For someone who might be struggling with trauma or feeling at the effect of systems of oppression like it it might be really pulling back and meeting yourself where you're at in that mm-hmm. moment right getting getting help therapy working with a therapist with a mental health professional who can really help you release some of the energetic blockages around that yeah. so it might not like coaching and creating your life might be so far outside of your realm if you're really struggling with that that maybe come back to this conversation at a different point when you're feeling like you've gotten the support that you need to work through some of those deeper wounds. Mm -hmm. Second, there's a difference between someone who's resigned like if there's someone in who's like, no, nah, I already got everything that I that I want. My life feels really great, right? And even even it, it might be, it might not be, right? But if they're in that space and there's no desire or no, no kind of something pulling them forward to create anything different in their life, then they're probably not going to feel their power. So what I'm saying is there has to be a desire. Right. There has to be a desire to change, to want to create something different if that desire is there. So I would recommend to the person who is like, oh, well, yeah, I do have a desire to change, but I don't see how I can make it possible. I would recommend that they just take some time to really allow themselves to dream, to just remove any of the barriers, like looking at how am I going to make this happen? Take that away and just look at if I could wave a magic wand. And I could be where I'd love to be and experiencing what I'd love to experience. What would that look like, right? Take on the, the being of a child 
when you're sitting with a child who's playing imaginary play, right? They really mm-hmm. think that they are, you know, whoever they're pretending to be. <laughs> There's no separation. <laughs> I, I would recommend to really meet this exercise with that kind of imaginary play. Allow yourself to dream and just get in touch with, with what is possible. That's the very, very first step. That's a really important one. I was actually one of those people who didn't have a desire to do anything. And it wasn't To your point, it wasn't a bad thing. I really did love my life. I really was grateful for everything I already had. And I wasn't dreaming for anything more. And for me, it was actually a block. There was a, when I started to peel back the onion and and started to kind of do some self-discovery work and, and start to ask myself some really powerful questions, I realized that my dream or my lack of dreaming was because I I didn't feel like I deserved more that that was a really powerful discovery for myself that I didn't know because I wasn't unhappy but I was kind of just in this bubble that I was going to be in for my whole life which would have been just fine right but then when I I did start to want more and it was it was that desire talking about where I just felt like, you know what, maybe this isn't the end-all be-all career. Maybe I could do more. Maybe I can help more people. What would be possible for me if I woke up every day and I loved what I did? You know, like these things came up and it wasn't until that moment where I had to do the work to figure out what it was that was keeping me from moving forward. And that was so important. So I took the box off and I probably over-rotated where I was like, okay, now I want everything. And you know what I mean? I went from not really wanting much to, yeah, why not? That would be fun to have, you know, this and that and this huge career and all that kind of stuff. But it is a process and it is a journey and it's it's definitely worth it. But I, I agree with your point. Like a person will know because they will start to hear themselves questions start to hear themselves come up with desires for things that maybe they didn't before and that will be your first clue yeah thank you for sharing that Lori what a really great example because I think a lot of people are there they're happy with their lives and I know I feel this a lot of times too wow I've done so much already and I really just want to be present right and also sometimes that can become a block like Mm -hmm natural art us as humans life is about evolving is about emerging is about stepping into our full potential it's about having that experience of aliveness and that doesn't always come from just staying the same right so there it's this fine dance between you know being present with all that we've created enjoying it celebrating it loving up on it but also ooh. But there's more to create in my life. There's more to experience. There's more impact to be made. It's how do you kind of dance with these things and, and yeah, like really fulfill your, your potential, your human potential throughout your life. It, I think people are in different phases of their life, right? So these types of things come up depending on where they are. If you're in the middle of, you know, you have young kids and you're doing that, you probably don't have any room 
and space in your life to be thinking about making a lot of big changes. But as they grow up and you might be thinking, you know, hey, now I have more space. I might want to expand here, expand there. So it's not something that everybody's ready for all the time. And it's, it's each our own personal point in time and where we're at for sure. Yeah. And I would say even parenthood, right, is one of those phases. That's such an evolutionary phase. You learn so much as, as oh my parents. And yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> you do. Well, I think we're going to start to wrap up the conversation, Kayla. Do you have any last closing thoughts you might want to offer our audience that's thinking about this conversation and stepping forward in our power? Yeah. Yeah. One last thing that I'd really like to drive home to everyone who's been listening, really stepping into being the creator of your life and being at cause for the change you want to see. Again, it's not meant to shame or invalidate where you are and how you're being right now. It's not meant to make you feel wrong. Mm -hmm. What I would invite you to, how I would invite you to hold this concept is using it to believe in yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. This is really about empowerment. This is really about you seeing more of yourself, more of your your essence and who you are coming out to play in the world uh, rather than making you feel wrong or bad for where you are uh, right now. Wherever you are is perfect. And let this be a conversation that inspires you to 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 bring more of yourself out in your life. Yes, that's beautiful, Kayla. Wherever you are, you are perfect. Thank you so much. If our listeners like to connect with you, reach out to you, where can they best connect with you? Yeah, so two places, my website, which is just www.kaylamacarthur.com. And then I'm most always hanging out on Instagram, which is just at Kayla MacArthur. So, and would be happy to connect with anyone at any time. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation and I know our listeners will too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe. If you're already a subscriber, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye.